Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast in a monologue with me, Olivia Neal. We have video now, how exciting. I feel like this is just makes it more intimate. You can see how red and sweaty I get whenever I tell you my really, really embarrassing stories, which I told a lot of today. We're going to be talking about icks. We're going to be talking about what happened at Itch's after party. And we're going to be talking about who I saw at my gym while I was sweating and about to fall over. Okay, so last time we spoke, I was telling you that I was like about to go and get a kitten and I actually haven't even posted it anywhere. This is the first thing I'm ever saying about it on social media, but I did get the kitten. He's called Hector and he's a little like tiny rag doll with a grey face because Phil's got like a ginger face. Anyway, I drove to like really, really North London. I drove like an hour to go get him and pick him up and I brought him back and introducing like a a second animal to your first animal is always a little bit stressful because like there's like they get territorial and they get angry and jealous and I never wanted to make Phil like he was in the backseat. Like I obviously love Phil so much. He's my child so I didn't want to make him feel like shit and I didn't want him to like feel like he was being replaced because that is not the case whatsoever. So I was just a bit stressed about the whole situation but I brought him back. Uh, I slowly introduced them. At the start, there was a little bit of tension. Phil kept also like holding him down and doing really weird shit to him. But we're over that now. I know they're best friends and Phil's the happiest he's ever been. Remember I told you he had like anxiety whenever we first moved into my new flat? Well, I just kind of diagnosed him with anxiety. I don't know if cats can't get anxiety. But um, he doesn't have that anymore. Like He's not constantly meowing. He's like, they just have so much fun together. They chase around each other all day and they cuddle and they sleep together. And it's just the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. You have one cat and you're considering getting another. Actually, only if it's a boy cat, because girl cats can be bitches. Because I once had a cat called Indy and she was a girl. And then I got another cat called Tigger. And Indy got so pissed off at us that she ran away and moved house. She moved two doors down. Some old woman, like she just moved in with her so far enough like the old woman probably appreciated her more because I just feel like indie like girls just like they just take it a bit more personal so if you have a girl cat I probably wouldn't but if you have a male cat get him a wee friend because honestly it's the cutest thing in the entire world like I have never regretted anything less I mean Phil does like I, it's, it's kind of hard to tell if they're playing or not because I, like Phil keeps like holding him down like biting his neck he's in his Edward Cullen era but and I, I know that, like, that's what animals do when they're playing, but it's just, like, I don't know, the like, poor kitten can't really defend itself. Like, it, the thing is, I take away Phil, I'm like, no, don't do that. And then the kitten runs towards Phil again, like, he wants more, he's asking for more, so I'm just, I'm just confused about the whole situation. But then also, because Phil, like, has been biting him, he's obviously getting the kitten's fur in its mouth, in his mouth. And I was actually about to leave my flat today for the podcast, and all I could hear was, like, Ugh. And I was like, what is that? Like, is there someone in my flat? And it was Phil. And he was just heaving and heaving. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, what's about to happen? And then he throws up a furball. So he's now started to get furballs because he, not even from himself, because that's like what the normal thing is. Like, you clean, cats like clean themselves and they get loads of fur and then they throw up the furballs. Horrible thing. Usually they do it outside because my cat's an indoor cat, is going to do it inside. But also, Phil's never had a furball before. So I'm just really, uh, obviously, now I know that it's from the kitten because he's like, become a vampire and keeps like attacking and biting the kitten anyway no one really cares but he's really really adorable when I first got him he was called Robert after Robert Pattinson but then I just like oh I was calling him Bob for sure and I don't really like the name Bob no harm to anyone called Bob I just like it's quite a common pet name and I don't really like common pet names I like I don't know I like like Gary so then I actually changed it to Gary and then I wasn't really feeling Gary that much because when I think of Gary, I think of Gary the Snail and I don't really like Spongebob that much. Like, if I, It's not like one of my favourite programmes. Um, and then I was scrolling on TikTok and that this TikTok of this footballer came up and I'm not like a big football person, but he was called Hector Bellerin. Look him up. 
He's got fantastic clothes, a fantastic fashion. I don't even know who he fucking plays for. I don't know anything about him. In fact, he could be a terrible person, so don't hold me to this. And he's not actually named after him, but I just really like that name, Hector. I don't think I know any other pets called Hector. So I called my kitten. I changed his name again to Hector. So now my kitten's name is Hector. It could change. That's the like fun thing with cats is like they don't actually really know their names. They just know like like the tone of voice that you call them in. So I can keep changing it. But at the minute, he's called Hector, which I quite like. But I, he doesn't really have a nickname, which is kind of annoying. What could his nickname be? Hecky? Tory? Oh, I'm not calling him Tory. My next thing to update you on, which I kind of like briefly mentioned in my last podcast, was how... Obviously, I don't, I like, I'm just so fucking sick and tired of it. Like me talking about my whole like ex-boyfriend, boyfriend breakup situation. But I did tell you that it was his birthday. And although we were broken up, like he had gotten me loads of presents for my birthday. So I felt bad. So I booked him a night away to like a hotel in the countryside. It's called Soho Farmhouse. And it is so nice. Um, so I was like quite looking forward to it. Anyway, we go together and we had quite a rough night the night before. Like he came to stay over and... I got up at 3am and drove away. <laughs> the fucking drama of it all. I'm not even going to get into it, but it was a fucking intense night. Like, hysterical tears. Like, I had a panic attack. Like, really, really bad night before. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking snow for my voice. But, like, I'd already paid for it and I couldn't get a refund because it was that soon. So, we just got up in the morning we went and we drove there, like, you know, puffy eyes, like, Bear grills and hippies stung by OB, like, that kind of vibe. Like, I couldn't really see out of my front window when I was driving. Um, we got there and we, it was just, like awkward vibes because obviously there was just a lot of tension in the air but we were like going to the spa and like going to the pool and having baths but like not really speaking and when we were speaking we were just arguing and we'd go out for lunch and I'd just start crying at lunch it was like not I I don't know what I fucking expected um when I booked a trip away for me and my ex-boyfriend anyway the reason I'm telling you this is because I have quite a funny story so we go out for dinner that night and we were like kind of arguing again because I said we were arguing the entire time we were there and lots of tension at the table not really speaking kind of getting drunk to like drawing out the awkwardness and a woman makes her way towards my table and I could like tell she was like she was like on a beeline for our table and I was just a bit like who is this person and she's like hi like she came up to me she's like hi my like daughters are massive fans of yours like could you come over to the table and like say hi and I was like oh my god it's fucking Amanda Holden from Britain's Got Talent you know the judge I was honestly right you don't understand the cultural significance that Britain's Got Talent has in my family my parents are obsessed with it speaking of parents I've been in like a bit of a depressive episode and I haven't spoken to either of my parents for 10 days and they started getting everyone to message me like all my siblings are messaging me like my mum and dad are really really worried about you and I was like I'm like completely fine like I'm, I'm literally in a hotel I just like I'm so upset I don't want to speak to anyone because I know if my mum rang me right now and she said hey David like how are you doing I'd be like Ugh! and I don't want to do that like I just don't want to like talk about it but anyway Amanda Holden comes up to my table so also this is a massive shout out to Amanda Holden's children who were I went and said hi to because apparently they listened to the podcast so if you're listening to this hi nice to meet you the other night (laughs) that was really awkward anyway she comes over I go over I say hi and then I go sit down again and then like later on like 10 minutes later the waiter brings over two cocktails for me and my boyfriend whatever ex-boyfriend brings over two cocktails and they're like from Amanda and I'm like, this is incredible. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you the cultural significance of this to my family. We grew up obsessed with Britain's Got Talent. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, my whole family, every single year, it was like Britain's Got Talent and X Factor. Every single year, you remember they did the X Factor like live tour, and they were basically like just I don't know. They would just go around the UK and showcase their 
singing talent. I don't, that was just a weird concept. Like it was like a concert for mediocre X Factor contestants. My family would rent out a box in the arena in Belfast that they would come to every single year and it was like our family's biggest night out of the year we'd have like my nan and papa all my cousins my auntie and uncle mum and dad like everyone we would have like dinner before it was the most anticipated night it was bigger than Christmas basically for my family we were obsessed I went to like Wagner and all honest I we we didn't get to see One Direction that is like the most annoying thing to me because I would have loved to see One Direction live but we just stopped I think the year before One Direction um but yeah my whole childhood I was we were a big X Factor family I think my family are quite musical like my great granny my nana my auntie my cousin they're all like the what's it called when you're like really 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 good at the piano they're like that and then they tried to teach me and I'm not that good but I feel like any any like appreciation for music comes from them. Like they all love like jazz music and all. They're just really into music, so I think that's why they like X Factor and Britain's Got Talent so much. But my dad, he is obsessed with Britain's Got Talent. I've told you this before. Like he's my dad's a very emotional dad. He's not like a alpha male. Like he doesn't like fix things in the house or anything. He likes getting like lattes and watching Britain's Got Talent, which fair fucks to him. Like as he should. Up until like I literally left my home to move out when I was 18 I would still be upstairs in my room I used to like not leave my room in my family home for some reason and I would like hear my, my dad at the bottom of the stairs be like Olivia Matthew Emma and we'd all have to come down like we'd, we'd think there's something going on like a family emergency or something and we'd look at the TV and he's got some pause he, he'll watch Britain's Got Talent he'll like an audition so much it will move him to tears that he has to rewind it and bring us all downstairs gather us in the family kitchen to watch this audition with him again like he's obsessed he loves it so much and he cries at every single one those sob stories I always watch them like who is this footling like this is like the sob stories have gotten a bit ridiculous these days it's like my cat died two years ago and now I'm here to like do him proud and everyone's like crying in the audience like it's just it, it doesn't really work for me but it works for my dad I've always wondered who does that work for my dad um so I was just a little bit starstruck and I had to share that with you I thought this is a great story for the podcast that I got bought a drink by a man Holden I was thinking like maybe I should go and Britain's Got Talent not because now I'll have like that like favoritism from one of the judges but I don't know what my talent would be I'm trying to think farting on demand that would be so I could like I could like I could sing a song but with farts I genuinely think I could you know like people can burp the alphabet I could sing a song with farts they're impressive these days I don't know what I'm eating these days but it's working my next two stories are humiliating like really no one of them's humiliating the other one's just kind of funny I'll start with the first one so I went to a party on like last weekend and it was an H after party. It's not like he personally invited me though. It was just like a big, big party like for after his concert. And the reason I got invited was because like I think it's like his stylist or something or someone who he works with, I'm friends with. So she invited me and like all, like loads of people I knew were there. But he each had like a little like corner sectioned off. It wasn't a club. It was like it was like in just like a venue, but he had like a corner sectioned off obviously for like him and his friends. And they had a few girls in there, you know, like girls like sexy dancing, which I can't do. Um, but like really, really beautiful, beautiful girls, women. They were women, and they were in there dancing. And then like H and all his friends were like, you know, having fun. And my friend who works with him was like, "Oh, like you should go in." And I was like, "No, I'm not going in there. That is not my like. Look at me right now. Do I look like I belong in there? Like that is not my scene." Um, 
I, I wish it was, but I'm just not cool like enough for that. And I'm not sexy enough for that. Like I think you have to be either one. And I was just like really awkward and like I wasn't drunk. And I was like, I can't, I, I can't do that. But I was with my friend, Tilly, and she was like, she was, I don't know, like Tilly's just up for anything. She's like, no, we're going in, we're going in. I was actually with my friend Tilly and Betty and they're like, yeah, we're going in, we're going in. And I was like, no, please. Like, I really, really feel a bit uncomfortable. Like, I don't think we should. Because like, we weren't invited in. Like, you have to be like invited in by like his security guards or something or him. But it was just like my friend that works with him was like, go in. And she like went up to the security guard and was like, these three girls are going in. And I was like, oh my God, like this is not going to fucking end well. Like, he does not want us in, in his section right now. Like, oh, anyway, I go in. And um, we're we're standing there for two minutes, clearly like sticking out like a sore thumb. It's not working for us, whatever we're trying to make work. And he, I don't, I, okay, this is my version of events. This could be a complete fabricated story, but he got down. He's like standing on like a sofa kind of thing, like dancing. He got down off the sofa, went up to his security guard, whispered something in the, their ear. The security guard came over to us three girls and told us to get out. So, um... I'm fucking never ever going out again and like it's not as if I like I didn't want to fucking be in there in the first place but I was publicly humiliated not publicly no one else saw but like oh my god the worst thing that's ever happened to me like this man already fucking hates me I know that for a fact maybe I'm also fabricating that but someone I know knows him and said like oh he is not fucking happy with you because do you remember that one time in one of my well I was it was stupid when I was younger if one of us like even in like Belfast like if one of us okay that's not true like when, <laughs> um when I was younger like when I was like 18 and one of us would like like me Lewis and Flossie would go out one of us would like disappear you know how people always run off when they're drunk Lewis is like notorious for it and we'd be like Lewis where were you last night like where did you go and he was like sorry I went back to H's where I was getting with H like we like just taking the piss and I don't know why we decided I mean, I'm sure we did it with a few other people as well but I don't know why we decided H and then I, sh- I should have never like publicly made that joke I feel like I have publicly made that joke before and probably Lewis has as well but um I was once in Manchester with Kate and she was vlogging and the next like the next morning she was vlogging and, and she was like how, how was your night and I was like good yeah I got with H like joking because we went to like a uni club but people probably didn't pick up on that and I probably should have made it more obvious it was a joke I just like I didn't even think about it and then like six months later someone screen recorded that and put it on TikTok and was like yeah like Olivia got with H um, and she's meant to be friends with Amelia because remember that whole Amelia H thing and I didn't I just like didn't really think it was a big deal like it went like it got quite a few likes on TikTok but like anyone involved in the situation like knew it was a joke so I didn't really care that people on TikTok were like convinced themselves and like convinced everyone else that I'd got with it because I clearly hadn't and I knew I hadn't and like you, you can't really like control the narrative online like I didn't I didn't care it wasn't that bad of like a rumor to me and um then I found out from someone I know that knows him that he was really really not happy like he saw it and like wasn't happy can you imagine when they told me that I was like oh since when does he have fucking TikTok like how is he seeing this I'm getting like really really warm and stressed thinking about it so like I think he fucking hates my guts and then he probably saw me and my like two friends in this section was like uh get her the fuck out which is so fair enough to him he should hate my guts but like I'm I'm sweating 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 like I never ever ever want to go out again like after that I was like can we go home now and so he's like no we're staying out and it was just humiliating actually humiliating I will never recover now now we're on the topic of rappers so I've kind of like been gymming recently as in I've went twice so I'm not saying I've been gymming but I've literally went twice so just I'm I'm the most annoying person ever I've been to the gym twice and 
I don't know I just like got this like health kick in me and I'm like I just need to like start moving my body because I'm not really like I don't want to get in and into like over exercise not even over exercising I don't want to do like hit classes and I don't want to do like weights or anything I literally just don't move my body like I drive everywhere well actually speaking of driving I drove to Isle of Wight um me and Tilly just needed like it was actually after the H thing I was like I need I need a bit of like time out here so we drove down to her country house it wasn't because of that um but we drove down to her country house in the Isle of Wight and on the way there I fucked up my car and now I don't have a car and I've been like having to walk places and get the tube which I like used to never do because it was just so convenient like my car was like parked in my driveway like it was just so easy to just drive it everywhere I didn't have to pay congestion so I was just always driving at places um and I feel like because of that I didn't move my body like I would move my body up and down my stairs like to the fridge and then I would move my body like to the car and then I would drive somewhere like, I just never actually moved and I, I think that it, it's really important to like at least maybe like you're meant to get 10k steps a day I do not get fucking 10k steps a day I get maybe like 200 steps a day if I'm fucking lucky so I was like right I'm gonna start going to the gym just for that like I, I started doing like the 12 3 30 thing it's the thing that Kylie Jenner or actually Lauren Geraldo the YouTuber does and you basically walk at an incline of 12 for 30 minutes at three miles per hour um and I really really have been enjoying it because it's like it's not like intense like it's not like running or sprinting or anything it's like really just chill and um actually gets you moving so previously in a podcast I told you guys why I didn't really want to go to the gym because basically this gym that I'm like a member of everyone goes to well, my ex-boyfriend slash boyfriend I don't really know where we are he goes to this gym and like he's texting me on like three separate occasions being like just saw like your ex just saw a different ex um just saw Central C and I'm just like oh like, I don't know why I just group Central C with my two exes. Like, I don't know Central C, but it's just like, you know, like, you're going to see people in that gym. Like, no matter, you're going to see people. Like, everyone fucking uses that gym. And I finally bit the bullet and I went with my boy, ex-boyfriend. I went with him and I used the gym. We, we, like, did it together and I didn't see one single person I knew. And I was like, oh my God, okay, like, this is actually so fine. Like, I can I can come here on my own now. I, I kind of brought him with or made him come with me because I was just like too nervous that I was going to bump into someone. Um, and I was like, okay, well, that, that was completely fine. I had a really good time. I feel like I actually feel like I got endorphins after that. Um, so I'm going to keep going back. So the next day, which was yesterday, I went back on my own this time because he wasn't available to come to the gym with me. But I was feeling okay, wasn't it? Because I had such a good time the day before. So I get on the treadmill. And I start doing my little incline walk. And I'm like, I, I love to stare at myself in the mirror <laughs> while I'm doing it. I've been like obsessed with Rihanna recently. It's all I've been listening to is Rihanna. Like all Rihanna, new Rihanna, everything is the only thing I listen to. And I like put on Rihanna and I put on like her like bad bitch songs. And I stare at myself while I'm doing this incline walk. And in the mirror behind me, as I'm staring at myself, I see Central C come up and use the treadmill behind me. And like, obviously like, he hasn't fucking looked at me he doesn't even know who I am like I don't know what kind of complex in my head was like oh shit it it was it was as if I've run into someone I've known since school I don't know why I I felt this way I mean what would you do if you're on a fucking treadmill in central sea like got on the treadmill behind you you would be like uh I feel weird no so I like I kept doing my thing and I just thought you know what he's probably gonna do like a warm-up and they'll be it was him and his friends they'll do a warm-up and they'll be gone they'll do it for five minutes no the full 30 minutes I was doing my fi- my 12 3 30 they were right behind me and I was like I, I was like s- when I work out it's, a- it's not a nice sight to see I was like sweating and like the fact that he was behind me was making me sweat more it was just like you know 
I was listening to a song the other day and then he was behind me. It was just making me feel like really, really nervous. And then like, I just could tell like it was making me sweat 10 times more. I was going 10 times redder about the whole situation. And then I like, they were like running quite quickly, him and his friend. And I was like, like, I feel like I feel I look like one of those stupid little like bitches in the gym that have come to the gym to do a fucking walk on the treadmill, which I had done. I did do that. And I did that the day before. But I just felt stupid in myself. And I felt that, you know, and I can tell you for a fact, they did not fucking see me. I know they didn't turn their head to look at me. But I just felt like they were thinking to themselves, like, "Mm, what a like unfit bitch. And I was like, I need to show them that I did cross country when I was younger. I don't know what is wrong with me. So I did the 30 minutes on my 12, 3, 30. And then I was like, right, here we go. And I put up the speed, up the speed. And I didn't, I, I didn't want to run this day. I didn't run the day before. Like, this was not in my plan to do. But I like, I felt like I had to show him that I could run really quickly. I, I'm like literally clinically not okay. So I put up the speed and I like start running, like sprinting, like not it was not a jog it was a sprint for like 10 minutes I couldn't breathe I started seeing black dots because at this point I've been on the move for 40 minutes um I started seeing black dots my my feet were starting to like kind of like not be in the center I was like can you imagine okay I had to stop because I was like imagine (laughs) if I tripped over myself right now I've ever seen those videos of people falling off treadmills where they like fall over and then they go whoosh on the treadmill I was like if that happens to me that is that is I'm never going out again. That's it. Like I will never be seen in public ever again. So I had to stop. And then I was I was you should have seen me. I was dripping in sweat. I was a bright red tomato and then I just hung my head and I walked out of that place. I know I never want to go back. I feel like that was the second and the last time I will ever go to that gym. I don't know what I got in my head. I was like I need to prove it to these people. They didn't even look at me. Cuckoo. I literally like I give myself the ick so much like I think I'm a walking talking ick like everything I do is disgusting and I'm disgusting and I will embrace that and I feel like I don't really have that like I've had boyfriends before and like I, I have an ick like I feel like an ick is something like you can't really get over like when someone does something like you can't get over it and I feel like I have done like many icks, like many common icks, and these boys for some reason like still kind of look past them also like one of my main icks is a boy putting in loads of effort for their halloween costume and obviously halloween i don't know when you'll be listening to this maybe it'll be after halloween but halloween is coming up for me so it's obviously prevalent in my mind right now that halloween ick so i thought we could talk about icks today because i fucking love talking about icks my favorite thing in the entire world i think they're so funny and obviously they're just stupid and if you do any of these things do not worry because I do every single one of them and it hasn't really helped me back in life to be honest I just think it's really really like I don't know it's a funny conversation I actually had like a conversation with my what are we gonna call him my let's just call him like my man no that means boyfriend my he's my my friend okay you know who I'm talking about I had a conversation with him today because obviously like Halloween's coming up and I was like I'm boxing my Halloween costume I'm gonna be a black swan um I've got the full outfit. I'm going to like put feathers on my face and all. And then I'm going to be Draco Malfoy. I also need to like sort out my yellow hair before I do that. But I was like talking about it. And then I was like, what are you going to be? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, nothing. Like the only, for some reason, like this like complex in my head is like the only acceptable thing for boys to be for Halloween is to put a bit of blood on a t-shirt and wear that t-shirt. I refuse to look at anyone wearing anything different. One time, my ex-boyfriend 
sat in a chair for like three hours and got a skeleton, okay, maybe that was a bit drawn, like two hours, and got a skeleton painted on his face by a professional makeup artist. Isn't that just... I make me feel sick. I don't know why that makes me feel sick, but I just don't like it. Like, come on. I don't... I don't know where this has come from, guys. Or, like, you know what's even worse? Like, when a boy, like, puts on, like... Like, you know one of those, like, costumes you buy from the Halloween shop? Like a... Like a... Let's say, like, a Spider-Man suit. That's... You're done. Like, game over. I will never look at you the same. Which is, like, so unfair because, like, girls put in so much effort into Halloween costumes. And I think it's really, really fun, actually. Like, I went on Amazon the other day and, like, was, like, sitting ordering on, like, my Halloween bits. And I just thought it was so fun. And it's it's a shame that I think the boys don't deserve to have that fun. And I, I just wonder why. I wonder where that comes from. Like, where that stems from. I just struggle like to see I think it's because I think girls are way prettier than boys so when girls like put an effort into their Halloween costumes and look so sexy and hot I'm like yes whereas like a boy has never put in effort to his Halloween costume and I've been like oh you look so hot do you know what I mean so maybe that's why I think it who knows I asked a boy I know for like some girl ex because I feel like it's constantly me just like giving like boy ex and I feel really really bad sometimes if a boy listened to this they'd be like absolutely distraught at the things I'm saying so I asked a boy for some ex that he has for girls and I wrote them down in my notes so let me let me fill you in bad at kissing now this one's a bit upsetting because it's like how do you know that you're a bad kisser because realistically no one is ever going to tell you I've been told that I don't know. Actually, I, I don't know if I'm a good kisser because I hate using tongue when, when I kiss. It's not for me. I just like, when people like stick their tongue down my throat, I think it's fucking disgusting. I'm much more just like a, you know, like a, just a lip kiss, okay? I just want to keep it fun and playful. I don't want to be swirling my tongue in your mouth and I don't want, I certainly don't want you to be swirling your tongue in my mouth. Like, I just think it's a little bit disgusting. Like, yes, okay, you can have a passionate kiss from time to time. But I'm just not... I also just don't think I'm a big kisser. Like, I much prefer a hug. Like, if I if I saw, like, my boyfriend, whatever, I would, like, give him a big hug and maybe a kiss in the cheek. But I don't want to be sitting there swapping saliva for no reason. I'm, I just... It's not for me. Like, what if they have bad breath? I mean, I'm the one that has bad breath because I have, like, fucking three cloves of garlic on my breakfast every morning. But garlic's amazing for you. There's so many health benefits. When I was in Isle of Wight, I actually went to the garlic farm. It's, like, their national prize I don't know it's like the only thing to do in Isle of Wight if it's not sunny is go to the garlic farm and it was so much fun it's basically like they, they sell all different types of garlic they sell black garlic they sell elephant garlic which is like this huge fucking garlic which is like my dream I just love it I got like garlic they have like garlic ketchup they have garlic dressing they have pickled garlic which I love I love pickled garlic if you ever tried pickled garlic you should try it if you like garlic it's so yum I love pickle everything I've been eating a lot of pickles recently I feel like I don't really pick up that much on someone's a bad kisser. The only time, like, I've kissed someone, I've been like, that was fucking terrible, was when someone bit my lip. And, like, you know what? I think biting a lip here and there isn't the worst thing in the world. Like, a little playful, like, yeah, ah, I think it could be a little bit sexy. But this man absolutely fucking demolished my lip. It's like he hadn't eaten for three days and he was just, like, chomping down on my lip. It went black. So I came back to my flat after... And, like, was looking at it and was like, this is not real. Like, this can, like, how is this real? So I took a photo. I still have the photo to this day. Um, and I was, like, holding my lip up in it and, like, taking a photo of, like, the black fucking under bruise on my lip. And then, like, a couple of days later, because I was, like, kind of seeing this person, I went back to his house and 
you know, like when you're like kind of at the start of talking to someone and then there's really nothing to talk about. And also I had like, I don't think I even got on with this person, the person I'm talking about. Like, I think I literally just spoke to him for the sake of speaking to him. Like I, I, I do deep it and I don't think we got on. Um, I also fucking like, he's like the only person I've ever seen that I hate his guts. Like if I saw him, I would, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen him since we broke up, surprisingly. Um, he goes to that gym actually so maybe I'll see him in the gym one day so I was at his house and we weren't really like I don't think we had much to speak about so it was one of those ones where we were just going through like our camera rolls and showing each other photos which is so weird it's such a weird thing that people do that like I, I swear people always say that like after sex boys always like start, sit and go through their camera roll and like show you be like oh this is one that's from like me and the boys in Magaluf and you're like oh, I don't care um but I was doing it as well because he was doing it and I scrolled past the photo of me holding up my black lip and he was like wait what's that and I just like oh nothing and kept scrolling and like usually he would like a a person would be like what is it no show me I want to see I want to see but I know that he like kind of clocked on like straight away like what that was because like he must have seen the black lip like after we kissed um and I think he clocked on straight away what it was and like he just didn't say anything he didn't ask to see it again and that gave me the ick massively like if you're gonna bite someone's lip please be gentle I just don't like you, you do not want to do that like, I, could, I don't think I could look at him ever the same after that also I just like I'm looking at my notes here where I have all the x written down and I have um like things to update you on and the word clap is here so I wanted to tell you um about my clap update chlamydia I don't have chlamydia, but <laughs> I like sometimes get sleep paralysis when I'm like quite stressed or like upset about things. And I am, um, I just feel like I'm quite, I'm very anxious. I mean, like last night I went to this event, it was like a Motel Rocks event. So like, I literally like, I work with Motel Rocks constantly. Like I have such a good relationship with everyone that works there. Like I know, like I'm like really good friends with them all. And we, and we were just like going to watch a movie. Like it was very chill. It was not like a party or anything. I don't think I could go to like a like a, a party like that right now. I just I feel so anxious. I just don't think I could do it. Um and I've been like crying like all day. Like I just had not been like on top form, but I like got myself together and I went to this event. And literally like the second I got in, I said hi to everyone, and then I was like, Oh, I just need to go get something. And I went, I, I left straight away and like, like was like holding back tears in the street. Like I was about to fucking burst into tears for no reason. Had to go sit in the cafe on my own for like an hour. This is like not like me. Like I'm a very like extroverted, like social person. Like I'm really like, I'm like, I'm not like, I don't know. I've just been like feeling really, really anxious recently. I think it is just because of like the whole breakup situation. Like I'm just, it's taking a toll on me massively. And because of that, I think, I, I I got sleep paralysis the other night, but it was the weirdest sleep paralysis of my life. I've had like sleep paralysis before where like like a masked man has come into my room and like it's been horrible. But the sleep paralysis was crazy. So I was like asleep in my bed and it was like kind of like morning, which is like, I think that's when I get it most is like, like, you know, when you like kind of wake up in the morning, but then you go back to sleep. Like, I feel like that's when I get it. And that's also when I get the most vivid dreams. And my sleep paralysis was, so my ex-boyfriend was in bed with me. He slept over like the other night and he was in bed with me and my sleep paralysis was that he got a call and his call like all I could hear was him being like oh really oh okay thanks and like hung up and then turns to me and goes you gave me fucking chlamydia and obviously like this was like 
the thing is, I, I think this is sleep paralysis because like, I've had terrible sleep paralysis before and I know that that was sleep paralysis, but this is like such a weird sleep paralysis, so I don't know if it is. But like, I, I could just like imagine, because like we were in my bed and he was saying this to me, like it was at that current time, do you know what I mean? Like I genuinely thought he was saying that to me. And I, I like turned to him to be like, no, I fucking didn't. Like you've got it from someone else because it's not coming from me. And he was being like, no, you, I couldn't say that because I was having sleep paralysis. So I was trying to be like, no, I swear I don't have chlamydia. But he was being like, you're a fucking whore. Like, you gave me chlamydia. And I was being like, well, I couldn't say anything. I was like, I was, I was silenced. I was being like, no, please, I swear. And it was the worst thing ever. It was so stressful. I'm getting a bit sweaty thinking about it. Uh, the weirdest fucking, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Like, I've had horrible sleep paralysis. So, like, thank God it wasn't that. But, like, this was not, like, it was the weirdest sleep paralysis I've ever had. Someone accusing me of giving them chlamydia. And me just like not being able to defend myself to be like, I swear I don't have chlamydia. Anyway, no sh- no shame if you do have chlamydia. Get checked. But that's my sleep paralysis story. Anyway, back to X. Okay, another ick that this person gave me was bad spelling and grammar. Now, this I think is like completely dependent because it's very like privilege to think that everyone should have as good like this person this boy that gave me it was like privately educated very privileged to think that everyone should be able to like spell correctly and have proper grammar because not everyone was given that education however I do know people who were privately educated or had a great education their entire lives and they still can't say there or there like you know they can't do the twos or two or what else is there I don't know no and no like k-n-o-w and i i do get it it is a bit like come on how much money like actually to be fair my best friend tilly this isn't one of my ex this is one of the ex that this boy gave me um my best friend tilly, <laughs> like she's not like she's not dyslexic or anything like she was dyslexic but obviously completely different but she's like she has gone to private school her whole life and she is the most atrocious speller in the world and sometimes i just think she's just because she can't even bother to like think about what she's saying i fucking love her i think it's funny that she uses bad grammar but apparently it's an ick for this person which i kind of like oh i fucking hate grammar place so like everyone makes a grammar mistake every now and then but like you know when people like for me an ick is when i when i send someone a message and they like send me back a little like star asterisk thing with the correct spelling of something i misspelled that's a fucking ick to me instead of like like using bad grammar personally i think that's way more of an ick i feel like these two kind of tie in together so these were ones like i got from you guys um one of them was being clammy and oh having a clammy and sweaty back when they're sleeping and when he doesn't have basic hygiene no the thing is the reason i screenshot of these is because that is me i am the ick like sometimes when i'm in like a bit of a i don't have depression at all but i definitely do have like depressive episodes where i like I, like i don't want to shower i don't want to brush my teeth i don't want to get out of bed all i do is sleep all day like i don't eat like, i just like i'm a fucking slob basically I feel like if someone kind of was like, I don't know, if someone was kind of like, oh, that's giving me the ick at that point, I'd be like really upset because I'm like, it's a, it's a mental thing. It's a mental health thing. So you can't, but I do get it. Like when boys, like just in general life, like don't really practice proper hygiene and you can smell them. I just feel like boys for some reason smell so much worse than girls. I'm sure there's some sort of science behind that or else just, just boys who like don't have basic hygiene. Um, I do think it is a bit of an ick. 
But I'm also just like, how, who am I to sit here and be like, mm, it's an it when someone like smiles when I don't fucking get out of bed for a week sometimes. So I do, I don't know about that one. I don't think it's an ick. Also, like, icks are something, like, I can't look past. Whereas, like, I've definitely smelt my boyfriend's armpits before and been like, nice. Like, I, I sometimes like the smell of sweat. So, like, it's not something that, I, like, an ick to me is something that, like, you can't get past. But I can definitely get past someone who doesn't have a shower every single day. But I do think you should have a shower every single day. You should definitely practice basic hygiene. Do as I say, not what I do. I'm just feeling really shit at the minute. I just, like, sometimes don't see the point in showering. Anyway, I did have a shower today, so. Someone else said... Being a massive meat eater, like the people that say, I can't survive without meat. I agree with this. I think this is such an ick. My past two boyfriends have... uh, Yeah, my past two boyfriends have been vegetarian slash flexitarian, which I really, really, really like. I kind of grew up with people... My my brother and my dad are very much like, like, rugby, let's eat steak for dinner and... I will never eat vegetables. I mean, they eat vegetables sometimes, but like they like could not, they say they can't survive without meat and that everyone needs to have meat. And you're not like, you're, if you don't eat meat, you're going to be anemic and like all skinny and stuff. I'm like, well, that's not true because there is vegan bodybuilders. Um, but they're definitely like that kind of person. I think it's because my brother is like a big, no, he's not a big role player, but like he was like big into rugby in school. So then whenever I like moved to London and I found boys who like weren't like terrified of like eating vegan food, sometimes I was like, wow. This is incredible because like I can like go like we like well my past two boyfriends like we would go to like vegan restaurants and they would love it and they'd be so excited about it and like I just love that because obviously like I don't mind if I was like going out for dinner with Lewis I wouldn't make him go because he Lewis was my best friend he doesn't eat he eats like everything like he's not vegetarian or vegan or anything so I think it'd be unfair to bring him to a vegan restaurant he's also like not that into vegan food like he does like meat so I don't mind for him if we ever meet up and go for dinner to go somewhere that like isn't vegan at all but has maybe like one or two vegan options but it's just always a little bit shit because like not I'm not complaining at all but because like I always I like pretty much like everything but you only have like two things to pick from Whereas if you go to a vegan restaurant, it's, like, honestly the most exciting thing to me ever because I have a full menu to choose from. And that's, like, very rare to have a full menu to choose from. And I get so excited about it. I'm, like, obviously, you go out for dinner a lot more with your boyfriend than you do with your friends. So it is, like, honestly, like, my favourite thing. I, I do think that's what I would look for. Like, it's definitely a character trait I would look for in someone. And they don't have to be vegetarian or vegan whatsoever, but just not to be scared of vegan food. And, like, not to be, like, oh, like, I don't think you should eat meat every day. Like, I really don't think you should. I would never try to be like, everyone should be vegan or anything, but like eating meat every day, I don't think is good for you. And there's lots of science behind that and you can do your research. But like, even my brother and dad now, they've gotten so much better. Like they will happily eat a vegan meal. My brother who used to like turn his nose up so much at veganism, like will now eat vegan things. Just because it's like not sustainable at all for our planet if we carry on eating meat at the rate we do. Like it shouldn't be, it should be like a like, to me, it should be like a delicacy. Like I think if, if you people want to eat meat, it should be like, maybe like save it for like the weekend or something because like it's so i don't know the the rate we eat it is not natural at all and it's fucking our planet up i'm fucking your health up actually i feel like chicken might not be bad for you but like cows and steak and stuff like that is not good for you and like it's been so like normalized to eat it every single night for dinner and lunch like whenever i at me i was eating it like I wouldn't eat it for breakfast. I would have cereal for breakfast, but I would have like a chicken sandwich for lunch and then I would get home and I would maybe eat some like ham out of the packet or some like chicken tikka out of the packet and then for dinner we would have beef stew. Like every single night we were having like something meaty and I would have it also for lunch, which is like so normalised now. Like that is just like how I feel like we as a country, 
well, UK and America. America's probably fucking worse for it though, because then you get like all the fast food burgers and stuff. I mean, you have fast food bur- burgers here, but I just feel like it's way bigger, like fast food burgers in America. But like, I just feel like it's so normalized now, like to eat, to eat like that. And I don't think we should eat like that. And I think you should do some research and watch some documentaries into why we shouldn't. Cause I, shouldn't, I would never tell people to stop eating meat because it's fucking delicious and I understand why people eat meat. But I don't think we should eat it at the rate we do. And I really appreciate a man who is like able to appreciate and eat vegan food without turning their nose up at it. And it's like something like for Because I actually used to speak to someone at the start of the year and the only fucking thing they ate was chicken. Like beige food. And I was like, you're a fucking child. Like grow up. I really, really didn't like it. It put me off. Like fair enough. Some people just don't like a lot of like flavour and stuff. But come on. Like not one vegetable. Just chicken. Like, how, like that that cannot be good for you. And then, like, we would never eat the same thing because he was always eating chicken. And I obviously can't eat chicken. So it was, like, not a very, like, sociable eating meal together thing. I It was not. I don't, I like, I, I after that, I was like, hey, I'm not doing that again. I just also think it's a bit childish. Like, for me, like, a bit of an ick is when someone, like, won't try something. Like, Obviously, I'm I'm very guilty of this as well. Like, I don't want to, like, try, like, new TV shows or, like, sometimes I get a bit, like, stuck in my ways and I don't want to try a new restaurant because I know that there's a restaurant that I like, so why would I bother trying something new and maybe risking not liking it? So I, I definitely am guilty of this as well. Like, every ick I've said so far, I'm guilty of. I think it's an ick when someone, like, genuinely refuses to try new things and, like, that refuses like to try new foods or anything or I don't know I, I get really pissed off which is like this is so weird but like my ex-boyfriend like we'd be on holiday and I love olives I used to hate olives but like I wanted to try I, I try I used to try one every single time like we went out on holiday like, a few years ago just because I wanted to like them because it's like a handy salty snack to like it's like if they don't have crisps you can just eat olives um so I wanted to make myself like them and I knew that if you ate one every single day for 10 days and you would start liking them like it like change I don't know how it works it's crazy you should try it sometime eat an olive once every day for 10 days and you'll start to like them and like I went on holiday with my ex-boyfriend and I was like eating olives and I was like please like I know like he's the type of person that would love an olive if he actually gave himself the chance to love an olive but he's obviously just tried one once and I'm like oh I never want to try that again um and so I'd be like try it and he'd be like no and it would fill me with rage I'd be so pissed off I'd be like why wouldn't you try a fucking olive like why would you like it and he was like I just don't want an olive which is so fair enough but it really pissed me off I get really angry about it. Okay, I'm off to go uh, to a dance shop. I'm really embarrassed because basically I'm getting the black swan for Halloween. But I wanted to get like one of the proper like dance leotards because I just like the way that they look. Like a proper one instead of like just one off Amazon. So I'm going to go to a dance shop now. I've already decided that I'm going to lie just through my teeth for fun like I'm gonna tell like obviously like when you go into a dance shop it's not that busy it's quite small so like the shop assistants will come up and like ask you if you need help and they'll like help you like find the right leotard and like the right size and stuff so I've decided that I'm gonna lie and I'm gonna tell this person that I do ballet and that I've got a show coming up or something and that I've been dancing for years I've been doing ballet for years and she'll know I'm lying because of the way my body looks I don't have any muscles at all I'm not toned and ballet ballerinas are very very toned and I don't care it's just something I've decided I'm gonna do today I'm going to finish this podcast. I'm going to walk to a dance shop and just lie. So wish me luck. It's going to be embarrassing. But I feel like it'll just like add a bit of spice to my day. So anyway, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And I hope you enjoyed the video. I feel like I told like really, really embarrassing stories throughout that whole podcast. I got really, really red and really, really sweaty. So I'm really sorry that you had to see that. But this is like, this is just the real me. Not At least now you can like 
see see like my expressions and like how, how sweaty and red I get whenever I tell these stories but anyway yeah hope you enjoyed and I'll see you next week love you bye Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as a producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor and from Spotify the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman <laughs>